Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do episode 135 of our spaceship series. I'm pretty sure you don't need to know what happened last time to understand this one, so we'll get right to it. Now don't forget if you have an idea for the podcast, you can write to me or have your parents write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. I promise I won't spam you. Or you can fill out the Google form. Uh, All of that should be in the links below. And if that's not good enough, you can head over to dadsbedtimestories.com and there's a button there to submit stories as well. And when I say submit stories, I really just need like a small outline. Most of the time, if I ask my kids for an idea, they just give me kind of two words or a general concept and we go from there. Anyways, if you like it, share it with a friend, rate it and review it, whatever you can do to get it out there to others. Now on to the story. So just make sure you close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself flying in the spaceship, passing a whole bunch of shimmering stars. And before long, your spaceship drops out of super hyperdrive. In front of you, there is a beautiful planet, one that you're pretty sure you've seen before. It's green and blue, and it's... It's the dinosaur planet. You haven't been here in a long time. You take control of the spaceship and slowly glide it down below the clouds until you're flying high above the dinosaur planet. Everything looks like it normally does other than something strange seems to be happening. As you lower the spaceship down into the dinosaur base, You see a whole bunch of pterosaurs in the distance that seem to be flying away from something. And that something seems to be in the direction of the dinosaur rider's village. You start to get a sinking feeling in your stomach. Something must be wrong with the dinosaur village. Your heartbeat begins to quicken. You wonder what could be causing all of the pterosaurs to fly away in such a panic. You decide you have to go figure out what it is. You land the spaceship carefully in the dinosaur base, and you step out of it. You think for a little while you could take the spaceship over there to see what's going on, but that just doesn't seem as fun. You look down at your watch, uh, remembering that it now has the ability to transform you into anything you want to be, or at least anything that you've scanned. You press the transformation button, and you start to feel that same strange melty sensation that you've felt before. You focus your mind on the form of a dragon, something you've transformed into recently and slowly your body begins to stretch out. The colors you see around you change. You grow wings out of your back, and your muscles grow larger and stronger. And before long, you can feel the power of both of your cores inside you. One which feels like heat, and one that feels like cold. You draw into the power from your heat core. 
you allow it to spread through your body and then you take a running head start and leap into the air spreading your wings out to catch the air around you you can feel every bit of it as you easily and gracefully shoot yourself up into the air then focusing once again on that heat core and allowing its power to flow through every pore in your body you use the energy to propel yourself forward much faster than any normal creature could as you fly over the dinosaur planet and it stretches out in front of you you see herds of long-necked brontosaurs grazing in the open meadows you see packs of velociraptors skittering about and in the distance amongst the peak of a tall mountain you see the pterosaurs flying away and circling in all directions something really must be going on there as you get close enough you see the dinosaur rider village below you the dino riders have come a long way in a short period of time they've gone from becoming cave people to almost having a small medieval village except instead of horses they ride dinosaurs and then you see the mayhem that's causing the pterosaurs to run away you watch as all of the dino riders have come together riding on the backs of their trained dinosaurs holding spears swords shields bows and arrows and every single one of them seems to be fighting off against some sort of monstrosity in the heart of the village square there's an absolutely grotesque creature it kind of looks like a t-rex and a porcupine were mixed together it has sharp quills that are almost like giant spears launching out of its back you hear roars coming from all different directions as this huge monstrosity fights against the dinosaur riders it's pretty clear that they're outmatched though there's no chance they'll be able to take on such an unstoppable creature it's way too powerful and its armor seems to fend off against anything you soar above the scene contemplating your next move you decide that the best course of action might be to freeze it so you reach into your core feeling the core of ice within you you allow it to project its energy out through your throat and out your mouth shooting a large plume of freeze breath directly at the creature it hits the creature right away and causes ice to form all over it you fly around in a circle still using your freeze breath to make sure it's entirely encapsulated in ice and before long you're pretty proud to say that you've turned that thing into a huge ice cube you fly above and do a little victory lap and then well you hear a cracking noise and before long you see an explosion of ice as the giant t-rex porcupine thing breaks its way out of your ice 
And then, something even more unexpected happens. The creature ducks down, and then with a powerful thrust of its muscular legs, it launches itself straight up into the air, straight towards you. Somehow it's able to jump hundreds of feet. And then, when it's up there, wings pop out of its back. And we're not talking dragon wings or anything, we're talking about things that look almost like hummingbird wings. Way too small to carry a creature of this size, but they begin to flap at such a rapid rate that it's actually able to stay up in the air with ease. And that's when the game of cat and mouse begins. The creature starts chasing after you and it also begins spitting globs of corrosive acid. <sighs> Did it really have to be able to spit acid, you think, as you fly away, avoiding its assaults? You loop around it, doing almost a backflip in the air, and try to hit it with your freezing breath once again. Again, ice crystals begin to form on its scales, but the beast quickly dives out of the way and breaks the ice off, only to shoot back up at you with its jaws wide open, aiming for a bite. You dance around through the air, dodging and weaving, it attacks you, you attack it, and the whole thing keeps going. It's clear that you need a strategy, and fast. You try to soar higher and higher, and you start paying attention to the dinosaur's attacks, getting a rhythm for each one. Each spit of acid it shoots is almost always followed by a quick, almost hasty snap of its jaws. Even though it may be some sort of crazy mutated creature, it still clearly has predictable patterns that you can follow. You keep flying up, soaring through a patch of clouds, and the moisture clings to your scales, making them glisten. The beast follows with its hummingbird-like wings beating faster and faster. You draw it away from the village, um, because, well, you think it's safer to do that and it does end the threat for them. With a deep breath, you unleash a torrent of icy wind back at the creature. The mutant tries to dodge, but it just isn't quite quick enough. One of its wings gets covered in frost, throwing it off balance. And, noticing the opportunity, you dive down, exhaling a jet of flame towards its tail. The fire doesn't hurt the creature, but it does distract it enough to give you the upper hand. As the ground nears, you pull up sharply, circling the now faltering beast. The mutant, struggling to stay airborne with its semi-frozen wing, screeches in frustration. Then, as you watch, some sort of transformation occurs. The mutant's skin ripples, and the extra quills, the wings, and all the other strange mutated appendages seem to retract. And before you, there's just a regular T-Rex, looking as confused as a creature of its limited brain power can. It seems to just be a normal T-Rex again, 
I mean, it isn't not a threat, but there's lots of T-Rexes on the dinosaur planet. And then a flash of insight hits you. This might not have been just some random mutated dinosaur. Something had to have changed it and forced this weird evolution. But at least for now it was dealt with. The creature roars and runs away to a forest nearby, leaving you hovering in the sky with your heart still racing from the battle. You're relieved for now, but still really curious what led to this mutated creature. You fly up in the air and glide back towards the dinosaur village. As soon as you land, cheers erupt. The villagers and their dinosaur companions surround you, and they're all very, very happy once again. You allow your body to transform back into the shape of a human. And the people then realize that you're not just any dragon. You're their friend, the bringer of the dinosaurs that they've met many times before. Cheers erupt once again. And then the leader of the dino riders pops out from the crowd and walks up towards you, carrying a strange glowing stone in his hand. We found this uh, with the strange creature before it changed. At first, we thought there was just a Tyrannosaurus Rex approaching the village, which is never a good thing, but we've dealt with it before and we were ready. But as it came closer, this rock began to glow and it transformed with the quills and then, well, the wings were very unexpected. We hadn't seen those before either. Anyways, I believe it was this stone that transformed it. We were wondering if you should take it with you, the leader of the dinosaur people said. Uh, thanks, I think. Spaceship, can you take this rock and begin to analyze it, you ask. Understood, a voice says as Spaceship, currently the size of a toy, flies up beside your head. Spaceship then grows and grows and grows until it's a full-size spaceship once again. It opens the back hatch and a little robot flies out, grabs the stone, and flies back into the spaceship with it. I will start the analysis as soon as possible, Spaceship says. Thanks, Spaceship, you say back. I really appreciate it. I hope we can figure out what it was so we can stop something like this from happening again. We can't have dinosaurs transforming all over the place into mutant hybrids of themselves. Frankly, it's, it's just not safe, and I don't like it. I don't like it either, Spaceship says. Well, anyways, I better be heading back off, everyone. I'm glad you're safe, but I have more things to explore here, you say. Spaceship opens its back hatch, and you climb aboard. It lifts off into the air as you stand on the back hatch and wave goodbye. And as you get further away from the dinosaur village, the back hatch begins to close, and the spaceship flies up through the clouds once again, before bursting out through the atmosphere. Would you like to stay in the area? Spaceship asks. Yeah, I think we better stay in the area for now. Can you set up some sort of system to monitor for events like this? 
we need to figure out what's causing these giant glowing stones that are mutating dinosaurs, you say. Understood, Spaceship says. I will create a set of drones to monitor the surface of the planet, Spaceship says. That's perfect. Well, I think I'm getting kind of tired. I'll go to bed while you work on that. You walk through the ship to the door to the bedroom. It opens up automatically in front of you. In the center of the room is a very comfortable looking bed. You pull back the covers and climb into the bed once again. You yawn and say, Lights. Spaceship automatically turns off the lights for you. Your eyes are feeling heavy, so you just allow them to close. Then you focus on your breath. With each breath, you let more and more tension go. Noticing anywhere you're holding tension in your body and just allowing it to melt away and allowing yourself to sink down deeper and deeper into the mattress. And as you do, you allow your mind to wander to wherever it wants to go. Sweet dreams, everyone.